Hello, hey, it's me, Tom Johnson, your host from the podcast series, Winning with Tom Johnson. And first off, I'd like to thank all of you who have given us uh, rave reviews uh, for the podcast series up until this point. Uh, you're able to hear this podcast series, Winning with Tom Johnson, on Anchor, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, which is iTunes, and Pocket Casts, as well as Radio Public, as well as Spotify. Hey, guys, they got a lot of information, so let's get to it. Uh, so this would be episode 11. Episode 10 was such a uh, powerfully packed episode where uh, there were great nuggets of information, of knowledge uh, that Brian Hayward uh, left with us. We are still dealing with the attribute of passion, and Brian gave some really, really good insight as to what he thought passion was and how to get more passion and how he's utilized passion in his uh, profession. So. I had mentioned with advertisement that Brian is uh, a community activist, an entrepreneur, uh, an insurance broker that has a heart uh, for the community and just for people in general. So one of the things he he stated that really stuck with me, and I didn't really know this, so I started to talk with him. Or not, granted, I've known him for over almost 20 years, and he spoke about how uh, that he was in the foster care system, and at one time he was homeless, um, and how that propelled him and allowed for him to be able to do what he's doing now as, as an activist and just overall successful because he didn't, he wanted to provide a medium for people who, for whatever reason, didn't or couldn't have or didn't have life insurance. So that propelled him in that area. And his passion was wanting to help people uh, so they would have enough to take care of their loved ones or even leaving finances behind for those who are left behind. And so his passion was wanting to serve. And that's uh, that's what we coined is one of the first attributes to have. That's having a servant heart. And that led him to his passion. Um, so his whole thing is he wants to help people. And that fuels him to be able to have a undesiring, uh, unrelenting desire to make a difference in people's lives. And Brian Hayward is uh, one of the best uh, humans I've ever met because he just has a, uh, a heart for people. So that, that's what fueled him. He also spoke about, uh, as another pearl, uh, the need for doing things for others without getting the accolades, right? And we spoke about that as well. With We spoke about uh, authenticity, right? So having the heart to be able to want to make things better for someone without really expecting anything in return. So keep in mind, this is all based on the premises of becoming better in sales, right? So how that relates to what I do is that uh, in pharmaceutical sales is that you have to be able to see the patient first and think of yourself last. I've learned that if you uh, put that patient first and put the neurologist first or anesthesiologist first, then eventually you'll get included in the equation. But one must never uh, put your desires or your goals or your objective above the cause, right? And the cause for me uh, in sales is the patient. You know, uh, it goes right back to serving. And so that drives, watch this, my passion. I want to, in fact, and Brian brought this up as well, uh, we should want to be able to see others doing a lot better prior to them meeting us than after meeting us, right? So he brought up to the point, because he was in sales too at one time. He sold cars for a company, I think, called Sutton 
forward. And then uh, basically, he gave the example about how he wouldn't even take a lunch uh, if he had not sold a vehicle, right? So what does that say to us? That says that we have to be and we must be disciplined in our craft if, in fact, you want to be Number one, right? So I always say the old adage that I made up is that if it's worth doing, it's worth winning doing it. I'll say that again. If it's worth doing, it is in fact worth winning doing it. So we have to really uh, stay disciplined with our craft and want to grow uh, in our craft. So he left that behind with us. Another key pearl Brian left behind is uh, with us is that basically this is from episode 10. So if you download this, you'll hear it. Uh, it's this episode 10. He, he spoke about how we need to surround ourselves with people who think like us, right? Who are going in the same direction as we want to go. That's so important because oftentimes you'll find yourself, at least I have, from the selling side, uh, sometimes there are selling structures broken down into pods, right? Meaning that you'll have, uh, in any given time, seven or eight people on a pod, right? So uh, we all have to be moving in the same direction. So pods were really, really important. I mean, they were really used a lot, probably, I would say, 10 years ago or, yeah, just about a decade ago in the pharmaceutical sales. That's when the companies wanted to gain share of voice and they would hire people to do just that, but market share. So having that share of voice is very important. And so some have that now, but... A lot of that has been streamlined as the focus is really uh, patient-driven right now. So the, the, the dialogue or the monologue is really about having uh, a shared voice still yet, but you want to have uh, clinical experts like myself who are or on a board who, I can able, who are able to do the same thing, right, uh, as four or five people were able to do at one time. So the companies nowadays are really big upon having – uh, uh, selling professionals or consultants really be clinical uh, experts to be able to do what two or three uh, representatives would do in any given one time. And that's kind of unique within itself. And that's why it's so imperative that we have um, the patient's uh, overall um, outcome in mind. Because if you don't, that's red flag. And, that, and, and a lot of physicians can see just that. And they, they're able to pick up on one um, of the selling consultant has ulterior motives. I mean, that's, that's like a no brainer, right? And so we need to keep that in mind, right? So as you, as we progress, uh, to the, 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 the basis of having the patient first, it all comes back to, uh, the keyword here again. So we're still dealing with the passion is if, 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 Many of you have listened from the first episode. I mentioned the, the four core attributes it, that has allowed for me to become number one in the country four times and top 5% one time. Uh, and I'll, I'll say these again. Uh, so having a heart to serve, uh, having passion, having compassion, and then having the will to win. And the way we're doing this podcast right now, we're really going one after the other. And it seems like passion has taken so long because... Passion is one of the attributes, oh man, that I can always rely on. And what I did, and the reason I said that, because I asked Brian if he were able to give me one time where he saw uh, that his passion made a difference for him. Uh, don't you like how I set that up? And here's what he said. 
He said he, because uh, right now he's certified as an insurance broker, and he brought up the point, or the fact, I should say, that he was turned down so many times by different uh, brokerage companies to be able to be a part because he is his overall goal, and he is, that's in the process right now. Actually, he was offered by two major insurance broker companies to buy into the franchise, but he said, in fact, he heard no more than he heard yes. He said, in fact, he heard no more than he heard yes. So uh, my question for you is that how is your passion affected when you hear no more than you hear yes? I can't tell you how many times I've run into people, uh, you know, just in working as a professional and they, they, they say, well, I would love to do what you're doing now, Todd. I mean, it sounds like it'll be such such a blast, such a cakewalk, and such uh, such an easy thing to do. First off, it's not an easy thing to do. Second off, we hear in my profession no, then we hear yes. So the question, uh, the call to action for you, I guess it's more so of a question, are you able to deal with no and still have your passion? Are you able to deal with no and still have your passion because if you can't deal with no then here's another question on full of questions today is it really a passion you have if you could be so easily set aside by uh, hearing the word no um, is it really a passion and here's the reason I bring that up from a selling perspective uh, part of hearing no is part of winning part of hearing no in is winning what does no do? No doesn't necessarily, and I said this before, I think, in a couple podcasts ago. No doesn't mean no. No means not right now, not as a good time, even oftentimes, could you come back? Brian brought up to the uh, point that no fuels his fire. And I'm going to say this. Uh, no makes you want to dig deeper and find out your why. Your no makes you want to dig deeper and find out your why. And you know what fuels your why? What makes you uh, know your why? We're back to passion. So you, I'm hoping you see how important uh, this attribute passion is. If you're talking about wanting to be number one sustainably, right? Because I've been number one more than one time. It's not like uh, it was an over, or whatever they call that, one-hit wonder, right? So if we're talking about having, uh, being number one more than once, and that's, uh, that's part of the process, I wish I had written down uh, when I first started in this profession how many times I heard the, no, the word no. Oh, I'll be the first to admit, when you first hear it, it stings. Like right now, going through this pandemic, um, you know, our, our, our task and our goal was to schedule in-services with these neurologists. And some institutions were allowing for you to do virtual lunches and some weren't. And some were even actually allowing for you to do even live luncheon services. But the, the, the reality of the matter, you have to make calls, right, to be able to do either one of those. And here's what I found out. I found out that some of the office staff members or gatekeepers, not even... 
clinical professionals, just or secretaries at the front desk, right, which are very important, they had no problem with saying no. They had no problem with saying no. I mean, people were getting back into the, the rhythm of things, and uh, you wouldn't get past sometimes the clerk prior to getting to the nurse. And so what I found out is that uh, hearing that word no, especially when these are important, important physicians and, you know, you have a new indication for the brand, this is important for you to do, right? So you're tasked with getting to these neurologists. But when you hear the word no, no that can be kind of daunting. Do you know what I did? Uh, I made a list because you, I mean, you're allotted a certain amount of providers, physicians that you're responsible for, right? And you start from the, and they're all important. It just some has, some providers have more, more volume. So you're going to focus on these guys. And uh, when you hear no with the important providers, that can be kind of daunting. So I was asking myself, what's my why? And I'm back to it, the patient, right? So just because you hear the word no uh, from uh, the person at the front desk, that doesn't, that didn't give me the right to stop. You know what that did? That fueled me even more. That fueled me even more. I'll tell you this much. I heard no from one particular office on the Monday. I called back on the Wednesday and got a different person. And guess what I got? I got a virtual in-service schedule. So no means, remember I gave the, the example, no means not right now. For this particular example, no meant right now with that clerk. I got a different clerk who was more than willing to schedule me for that in-service. So point that I'm trying to make to, to you and myself, even reiterate to myself, we cannot stop when we have passion when we hear the word no. Remember, yeah, that's so important. My old manager told me uh, a while ago when I first started, some will, some won't, so what? Move on. Some will, some won't, so what? Move on. When I initially started calling, making the calls to set these virtual services up and seeing I can get actually live access to some of these providers, wow. Uh, we were talking as a team uh, for my current company and some of the colleagues, we have these conference Zoom calls and some would say how, how daunting and how, how, how challenging and how discouraged they felt. And I'll tell you, these are tenured professionals. Hearing that word no can play tricks on you if you're not careful, if you don't have your passion and you don't know your why. Brian also mentioned on um, episode uh, 10, uh, uh, podcast series, William with Todd Johnson, about how you want to make certain you have like-minded, you're surrounded by like-minded people. And I made mention of this earlier. Uh, because what will happen, what can happen if you're not, you'll find yourself chasing your tail. And here's what that means. Here's what I mean by that. If, in fact, you are you know your why, uh, you know, you have the passion. If, in fact, you connect with another colleague who doesn't know their why or doesn't have their passion, that is like what they have can be transferred to you if you're not careful. I'll say that again that in which they have because they don't know their why and they don't know their passion if in fact you're not careful that can be transferred over to you brian said it like this you don't want to go out rowing on a canoe or boat and you're making progress and all of a sudden you look up and you see that there's water coming aboard the vessel that's because your colleague 
has brought with him or her uh, some type of knife and they're poking holes in your actual boat, right? So you have to watch what you take in, right? If you really, 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 really want to make me, if you're talking about becoming number one, um, you really have to watch what you take in, even from your colleagues and selves that are close to you. Because uh, what I found out is that this, some won't have the same, well, a lot, not some, but I'll say this, a lot won't have the same drive that you have. I mean, some will wake up on some days wanting to win, and some will say, hey, I just want to get by, and some will just say, I'm just going to do the, my job. You don't want to fall into those latter two categories. You want to win, right? Uh, if it's worth doing, it's worth winning doing it. I mean, you have to ask yourself the call to action for you today, listener. I mean, what are you doing? Are you applying or are you surrounding yourself with people who want to win? If you're not, I mean, the, 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 the takeable action you can take is, I hate to say this, oh, but disassociate yourself with those who are not like-minded and your journey to being number one. You have to do that. There's no way you can carry uh, the weight of others who don't know their why and aren't passionate about winning with you. You cannot do it. It's almost like checking into the actual airport. You know how they, nowadays, I mean, years ago, you didn't have to do this, but you're paying for extra baggage, right? And in fact, if you have um, more than what you're allowed to have, right? Your cert, your charge a surplus. So make certain you only carry what you need. I'll say that again. Make certain you only carry what you need. Because if you don't, you're going to be charged that fee, right? And that fee for you and I that are trying to be successful in sales, here's what that fee amounts to. You not being able to focus, right, and execute with your passion but you know your why, but you can't focus because you're surrounded by people who are uh, negative nannies. That's not what you need in order to be successful in driving yourself to a position where you're helping so many people that you become number one. That's the equation. That's part of the equation, right? You help so many people that you cannot help but to become number one. Isn't that awesome? Think about it this way. You make a difference in so many other people's lives that they make a difference in your life, right? You cannot do that without being rewarded. And I initially said moments ago uh, that if we help enough enough people out, well, I didn't say it like this, but uh, my I, what I said was basically you positioning uh, the patient's needs first and the actual provider's needs first and yours is last, that's all part of the same equation. I think oftentimes in sales, we we forget, if, if we're not careful, we forget about why we entered into sales, right? Knowing your why, and for me particularly right now, it's making a difference for patients who are suffering, right? And that's why it's so easy for me to, uh, to be able to, I don't know, to uh, deflect a no by a person in the office, because I know at the end of the day, uh, I'm there for the patient. Uh, who, who will never know who I am, right? I'm there for the patient uh, that the doctor wants to do his best to help. And if I allow myself to be uh, dissuaded or disgruntled by a person who doesn't understand my why, then is it really a passion? And that's why I, I get, it, for me, it's easy to, to fuel myself 
because it's a passion. I know why I'm there. I know what I have to do. I know that my services are need, needed, right, to make a difference. So it's easy for me to kind of uh, sidestep that person who doesn't know their purpose. They're just there, right? And they want to make you, I'm talking sometimes about the gatekeeper, they want to make you forget about your purpose. So that was all uh, a power pack session, uh, session 10 that Brian Hayward brought uh, to the uh, podcast series, winning with Todd Johnson. That was just phenomenal. I mean, this guy, uh, when he told me that he uh, was so disciplined that he didn't uh, take a lunch if he didn't make a sale on that day, I never knew that, right? So discipline is, is a part of the um, a tool that we utilize it in the right method, in the right manner. Uh, we were able to hold ourselves accountable, right? And uh, in today's market of selling, uh, that's what we need. So in other words, we need to hold ourselves at a higher level of accountability than the actual physician does uh, and anyone else does. If we do that the right way, then it's so much easier uh, to be able to operate on a different plane, right? A different uh, I'll say there's a different dispensation. So you're not even really affected by what's being said or what's not being said. You're so focused on making a difference uh, that you're driven to be successful. And if you do these things, there's no way you and I cannot continue to strive to become and be uh, number one, or I'll even say this, some of the best sales consultants or professionals in the world. So it's all about serving. It's all about passion. It's all about compassion. And it's all about having a will to win. So we're we're doubling down and we're, we're going to be focusing on uh, compassion, right? Uh, we've been on passion for almost like about a month now. But the third part of that equation comes to a head here real soon, compassion. So I'm looking at having a different uh, a guest on. I mean, all the guests that we've had thus far, man, have been number one in their profession. Uh, they've been entrepreneurs. And they've been successful. And they've been so successful because they've made, they've made differences in other people's lives. And you know, if you listen to this podcast enough, you know that's what it's all about, serving other people to get to that point where you can make a difference in other people's lives. So I'm so grateful uh, that... Uh, some of the rave reviews uh, we've gotten thus far um, with iTunes about how well we're doing. So we have listeners right now, as I speak, that are in Canada, Germany, the Philippines, uh, the UK. Um, I I'm excited about the, the direction it's going. So I'm going to ask you to do this. When you see those uh, surveys that do come out and ask for rating for us, give us your honest feedback. As we do more with um, IG right now on Facebook to get the word out about this podcast, because this is a long-term thing for us. Uh, we're so excited about uh, the trajectory that we're moving in. So that I would ask, I'm going to ask you to share this podcast. If you're getting something out of it, please do me a huge favor. Share this with two to three people and let them know what you got out of uh, this podcast series, Winning with Todd Johnson. Uh, so, hey, I'm, I'm so grateful you took the time to give me 23 minutes and 30 seconds of your time as I prepare to sign off. I can say this much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I'm looking forward to the next session, which will be uh, session 11 um, in the podcast series. Thank you so much. And this is Todd Johnson with the podcast series, 
winning with Todd Johnson. Signing off for now. Bye for now.